the moving finger writes, and having writ, moves on. Nor all thy piety nor wit shall lure it back to cancel half a line, nor all thy tears wash out a word of it. Welcome to the 13 Elephants Podcast. My name is Dr. Michael. Follow 13 Elephants and my story on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and please click the bell and subscribe to 13 Elephants on YouTube. It helps. I appreciate you all. I thank you all so very much for allowing me into your space to share the story. This is the 13 Elephants Podcast. I am Dr. Michael. Come along for the ride. I love you. I miss you. You are valued. You contribute. I need you. If you do this for me, I'll do that for you. I'm leaving you. I hate you. Today's episode is about words. Words and the impact and relationship words have on our own sense of self, our own identity. It's about the way we engage with words and with others when they speak these words. It is because of the spoken word and because we seek an understanding of self through the lived experience that words hurt. There is a design method, an architectural method, a drawing method that is called a word cloud. The word cloud represents words as a design or an image of self-description where the shape of the image is made up of the words describing that image. For example, if we consider the shape of a love heart with the words, I love you, making up the shape of the love heart. That is a word cloud. In the third space, the word cloud represents how the third space functions in the world. How I function in the world. As a structure, as an entity as a living, breathing representation of the words that I am told I am. The body of a man shaped out of the words that others tell me I am. I am a third space functioning word cloud. We can be Teflon and we can shield off harsh words. We can let them bounce off us. We can wear our Teflon shield, our armour. When we grew up we all knew the saying, Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. To me this is a false statement in a lot of ways especially when you are unable to wear the Teflon shield, the Teflon armour. 
we can absorb words like a sponge, like I do. But there is danger in this. Because we cannot always afford the pain that words cause us. Because absorbing words informs and represents the very lived experiences of the third space. Absorbing the words that hurt and retelling ourselves over and over again the words that hurt. Retelling ourselves these words until they hurt no more. That takes time. It takes dedication. It causes pain in the healing process. But it works over time. Absorbing the words works over time. And it makes the Teflon shield weak and redundant. We absorb good words. And we absorb the not-so-bad words, the affirming and the kind words. We can absorb them. I love you. The powerful words. As a father to a daughter or a son, as a husband to a wife, as a partner to a partner, I love you are powerful words. And are words we absorb. There is no need for Teflon, no need for the armour. I miss you are powerful words. When parting from a loved one for just a minute or a day or a week or a month, I miss you powerful words that we can absorb. You are valued, you contribute a powerful words. We hear these words in work, in sport, with family and friends. You're a great worker, you contribute to the company. You're the best on the team, you're amazing. You're a wonderful friend. You are valued, you contribute to powerful words. I need you, are powerful yet potentially dangerous words. They give rise to a sense of abandonment, to a sense of power play, to manipulation, to control. All potentially powerful words. If you do this for me, I will do that for you. Ultimatums, relationships, work, parenthood. These words, if you do that for me, I will do that for you, are dangerous words. With children, we do this all the time. We tell our children that there are repercussions for actions. There's actions a child may take that we as parents, as caregivers, just don't agree with. Sometimes when we share these words, these ultimatums with our young, we as parents, as caregivers, we don't know the damage we're doing over time, over a lifetime, when these words are revisited. In schooling, we hear these kinds of words all the time, the ultimatums. 
If we fail at exams or at tests where there is an expected outcome of success required to be measured, to pass, to measure us. We are told that we will not always achieve in the big wide world if we fail tests, if we fail the measure of us. If we don't pass, this will happen. The dangerous words. I failed at school. I passed one subject in my fifth form year, in year 11. It was art. <laughs> and I only passed art because of all the, gra- all the grades were scaled up at that particular time to a pass mark for that particular year. But I now have a trade certificate as an interior decorator. I have a bachelor's degree in sociology and te ao Māori. I have a master's degree in indigenous studies held with distinction. And I have a doctorate in human development and counselling from the School of Education. Did I fail academically? No. In an academic sense, no, I did not fail. I excelled because I had and have an academic outcome that is measured by the machine and articulated as success, a doctorate level qualification. But I absorbed the words that were told to me, that I had failed, that I was unintelligent as a child, that I was a failure. I have no Teflon armour. I never have had Teflon armour. I only have the third space lived experience to learn from. Fear-based words and ultimatums hurt. They seep through the Teflon shield. Insecurities are developed and uncovered because of fear-based words. They are revisited when fear-based words are extended towards us by a storyteller. Storytellers could be loved ones, could be family, could be the relationships we have. Storytellers use fear-based words, whether historic or current or future storytellers of these words. The interactions we have, the lived experiences we have of a storyteller using fear-based words hurts and unheals the healed parts of us. I am leaving you. I hate you. Threatening words, danger words, ending words, a final take on truth, a final penetrative blow to the Teflon armour. One cannot return from these words. No one can return from these words. No Teflon shield can take the impact of these words away. They can only be absorbed as the lived experience. 
Words stick. Words hurt. For some, words are meaningless. For others, words that define the very DNA that makes up the person we are. There is a significant difference between the control one has when speaking words, when one is the storyteller, to the lack of control one has in the receiving of words, to be the story receiver. When words are spoken, they are out there, in the open, forming the very fabric of the lived experience, of the third space experience. The potential damage has started. The engagement between storyteller and story receiver begins when the words are extended in that moment. When the words are, I love you, the story is beautiful. The story is beautiful for both the storyteller and the story receiver. When the words are, I hate you, the story is not beautiful, it is damaging. But in these words, these dangerous words, it is the storyteller who loses power when these damaging words are used. It is the story receiver who gains power because through the lived experience, the third space experience, the story receiver can absorb these words, can learn to believe or disbelieve these words through their experience. For me, I believe all words. I believe all words because I live in the third space. In the third space, the words hurt, they linger, they are revisited across decades and they stay with me as part of me. But it is the words of the lived experience that shapes the word cloud that is me. A presentation of a man that is obvious to all. A presentation of me that is truth, is unhidden, is vulnerable, is honest. The moving finger writes, and having writ moves on. Nor all thy piety nor wit shall lure it back to cancel half a line. Nor all thy tears wash out a word of it. A poem by Omar Khayyam. The moving finger has various meanings which centre maybe on what is what is said and what is done, what is cannot be changed. And there's some biblical relevance to the poem. And there is significance around the spoken word and how we engage with words and others, how we use words towards others, and how we make sense of what we say and what is said about us because of words. The moving finger is about the moment, about the now. And when the moment is past, it is gone forever. Yet the words spoken in that moment, they remain a memory, 
and in the history of the storyteller and the story receiver forever. My father was a poet, an unknown poet, a silent poet. To many the words he wrote were unknown, but to me his poems were known because he showed me his poetry, he read me his poetry. It was dark and it was heartfelt. In the writing and the delivery, the words were heartfelt. My father shared the poem, The Moving Finger, with me a few weeks before his passing. My father was very ill at the time, yet he recited the poem to me beautifully, calmly, convincingly, and in love. My father lived by the words of the moving finger. I understood this at the very moment he recited the poem to me. On the day of my father's funeral, during the eulogy I gave, I read a poem my father wrote for me. It was a poem my father wrote for me when I completed my master's degree. I changed the words to represent my father's story but I didn't have to change too many words. All I did was simply change the characters from me to my father. My life was unfolding like my father's life had unfolded and he knew this a long time before I did. Words. To honour my father, and to honour my own belief of the spoken and written word, after my father's passing, I had the poem, the, Mo the Moving Finger, tattooed on my arm, as a visual display inscribed into my skin, reminding me of the power of words, reminding me of the third space person, the word cloud that I am. The moving finger, the lived experience absorbed in the third space, represented as truth, as honesty, as love. The third space me, a personified word cloud. My name is Dr. Michael. This is the 13 Elephants Podcast. Follow me in my story of the lived experience on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and YouTube. I appreciate you all. I thank you all so very much for allowing me into your space to share the story. Come along for the ride.